BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer is a podcast that contains adult themes, like me pledging my penis to the memory of a dead gorilla named Harambi who was gunned down senselessly a couple months ago. Um, so I hope you'll uh, join me, if you're over 18, of course, in pledging your wiener to the memory of a brave ape that died in vain. Um, what? Ryan, I... I have a question. What does pledging your wiener mean? It means you gotta get your dick out for Harambi, you know? Dicks out. But like, so you just dedicate it? Like, what do you do? Like, just say like, this dick is now for Harambe? I'll be totally honest. I'm not exactly sure what comes after we pledge our penises to the to the ape, but I would imagine some sort of nationwide salute with everyone's penises, I guess, maybe. You know, right, I'm just saying, I kind of feel like this is sort of an empty gesture, kind of like the ice bucket challenge, where it's like, it's supposed to be a tie-in for charity, but the, like, actual action of the uh, charity is unclear, and it's just, like, a performative stunt that makes you feel better about yourself. Um, I'm pretty sure that men have never used their penises to do something <laughs> performative and unimportant before. Hello, welcome to another episode of BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer podcast. I'm Katie Natopoulos. And I'm Ryan Broderick. We're back together again, Katie. Reunited and it feels so good. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Ryan, it's been a long time. It's been a while. It's uh, We each replaced each other with a slightly better replacement. Yeah. I had I Kevin Smith come in. I mean, I think what's really clear is that Kevin and Gina should just have a show together and we shouldn't be involved in this at all. I think that's the, yeah. the main takeaway. <laughs> Ryan, don't say that. <laughs> I, I think I think we've really done a great job of replacing ourselves. I feel like there wasn't a lot of good shit on the internet for a while, and now there's so much that I can't even keep up with it. Yeah, so this episode is going to be, we're going to catch up on all the things that happened over the last, what has it been, like three weeks since yeah. we've done an episode together? So we're going to talk about a bunch of different things that Ryan and I have missed being able to talk to each other about. We're going to talk about Pokemon Go. We're going to have some footage from France with friend of the podcast, Jules Darman, a fellow BuzzFeed contributor who also loves to talk about the, the sodomy horse. Uh, we're going to talk about finger mouthing. We're going to talk about the sexual acts that are being done in the name of Harambe the gorilla. Uh, we're going to talk about a website that was banned by the musical Hamilton. You're going to like it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the whole world's still shit, and the only thing good about it is Pokemon Go. But before we get to that, we have a very important announcement to make, which is that Katie and I will be performing IRL in the flesh on Monday, July 25th at 7 p.m. at the Trocadero Theater in Philadelphia. We're having a big, historic BuzzFeed audio event, and... Uh, because it, it's going to be a real thing with like actually good, talented people, aside from me and Katie, there'll be the much more interesting Tracy Clayton from another round and Evan McMorris-Santoro of No One Knows Anything. Um, and there'll be tons of guests and music, and we'll be talking about uh, like politics and stuff, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, I, so if, you're, if you either live in Philadelphia... Or if you happen, I mean, this is coincides with the Democratic National Convention. So if you happen to be in town for the DNC, all the details are on historicalevent.splashthat.com. And one more announcement before we get into the heart of the show. I have to apologize for something I did on the Internet. 
Yeah, this is, honestly, this is one of the worst things that, Ryan, I've ever seen you do. Yeah. We got, both Ryan and I separately got yes. a DM from someone who was, you know, rightfully offended and upset by something that Ryan did. The person who reached out to us is named Yao President. No, now, no, no, Katie, Katie, <laughs> Katie. <it's, laughs> um, the, per, the person, okay, so the person who reached out to us is named Yowie President, which Yowie is the gay version of hentai, which is Japanese cartoon pornography. Right. You. It's <laughs> a, without going into too much detail about why this is true. It is. A genre of anime manga cartoons where two young, attractive boys make love to each other, and it's extremely popular with teenage girls. Yeah, although there's like lots of there's lots of archetypes. Like it could be like the older teacher and the younger student. Right. So back to the thing that I did. So basically, on the Fourth of July, I tweeted out a picture of Barack Obama from some random Japanese comic book, which is called manga, and. Um, I said, happy 4th of July. Please retweet this picture of anime Obama. And mm -hmm. the person who DM'd me and Katie, uh, here, I'll read a little bit of what they said. When you retweeted podcast co-host Ryan Broderick's 4th of July tweet referencing an anime Obama, were you aware that the image inclu included was of a manga and not an anime? Are you aware that manga is read, anime is watched, and a black and white illustration of a character is manga? This is literally the same mistake my mom makes. Also, the fact that a manga Obama is so amusing slash novel to you two shows that you don't read a lot of manga, parentheses, or watch any anime. If you need any recommendations, I'd love to help you. I like the really sick burn that this is literally the same mistake that my mom makes. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I was like, like ouch. <laughs> Ryan just got called this guy's mom. I will have you know, I watch lots of anime, Yowie President. Uh, I do not read manga, no. Um, uh, and I am sorry that I confused the two. So Ryan apologizes for the grave error that he's made, and he will never do it again. Um, I would also like to ap apologize for, for Yowie President's mom, who apparently has to put up with her teen son being like, Mom, it's manga, not anime. Mom, Mom, the plural of anime <laughs> is anime. Oh, oh my God, How many times have I told you? Ryan, I was so sad that last week we weren't able to talk about Pokemon together. I actually think it was okay because I feel like it's needed like a week or two to like, well, one, come to London. And then also uh, the amount of bugs that it's like working through is like insane. Like I can't do more oh, yeah. than like 15 minutes of consecutive playtime on it before it crashes. Yeah. Um, but I love Pokemon Go. It's been really, it's like one of the few games that I, I don't like play a lot of phone games no but it's really neither. fun i really really like it so my favorite thing right now is to like put on a, a podcast and just go walking and it's incredibly soothing like the, the the entire experience is so repetitive and monotonous but then also like with just enough excitement that it's sort of addicting but we're gonna be we're gonna be playing a pokemon quiz is that right this week that's what you're gonna you're gonna try to stump me here i'm gonna try to stump you all right I mean, for those listening, if you don't know what Pokemon Go is at this point, like I, we can't help you. We have we we got nothing for you if you don't know what Pokemon Go is. Um, I have always been a little bit too old for Pokemon, um, and so also never really cared about it because it's either 
I never understood what it was, and so I knew it was either like a video game or a trading card game or an anime show, and none of those things I care about. When Pokemon came out, it checked every box I had and some <laughs> I didn't even know I had. I was like, holy shit. Are you telling me this is a video game, a card game, an anime, and it's all about just like hyper-capitalistic collecting of nonsense? <laughs> oh my God, I'm horny thinking about it. Holy shit. Right, so... For you, Ryan, this you already knew a lot about Pokemon. Yeah. But for me, I was like, I knew that Pikachu was a Pokemon. <laughs> but so I didn't know like the different names of the different types of Pokemon. So this was all very exciting for me to like catch these new things that I had never heard about. Well, I also love that like, uh, and like I mean this with all the love in the world, but I have noticed that like people older than a certain age will say Pokemon and not Pokemon. Oh, oh wait, is it Pokemon? Like like that's what the accent is for. So like my mom wait. my mom is like Pokemans or like Pokemon, but like it's Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh what? <laughs> yeah, that's why it has an accent. Instead of Pokemon? It's Pokemon. Oh my god. Like every mom in the entire world it usually says Pokemon. Pokemon or Pokemon. Wow. Now, you know what? Now you sound like Yowie president. I'm just saying you sound mom, like my mom. It's Pokemon, not Pokemon. <laughs> because I know that you know a lot about Pokemon already. Right, right. But your time playing video games and watching anime and trading card games at a young age uh, really inhibited some of your traditional book learning. So I think this quiz <laughs> is going to be particularly good for you. Okay. Uh, a BuzzFeed community member made this quiz. Someone called Hal K. We don't know who this is. It's a quiz that is called, Is This the Name of a Pokemon or an Early <laughs> Church Heretic? So, you know, these are heretics from like the Middle Ages or whatever who were burned at the stake. Right. Um, I'm going to give you a couple names. You tell me, is this a Pokemon or a heretic? Okay, cool. All right. Audius, A-U-D-I-U-S. I'm going to say heretic. Heretic. You oh. are correct. Yeah, okay, cool. All, All right. right. All right. Next one. Gyrados. It's, uh, it's pronounced Gyrados, and it's a Pokemon. It's one of, <laughs> it's one of the strongest water types. <laughs> okay. All right, you got it right. It kind of looks like a, like a Loch Ness monster snake creature. Yeah, okay. Aradios. Mm, I'm going to say... Arados. Ariados. Uh, so my knowledge of the original 151, oh, I got that shit down. My knowledge after that is spotty at best. <laughs> this one is tricky yeah. because there is a, there's a legendary bird named Zapdos, and there's obviously like a really cool fish thing named Gyarados. So Arados or Ariados would be a very good like Pokemon name. So... But I've never heard of it, so I'm gonna go with heretic. No. You no. are incorrect. Fuck. <gasps> I got it, it is wrong. It's a Pokemon. Holy it looks shit. like it looks like it's oh, a like, I said, like a wasp flying bug. Yeah, I've got I've got oh my god, I got it wrong. Holy shit. Yeah. Ready for one more? Yeah. Okay. Nestorius. Heretic or Pokemon? Mm, I haven't heard of this one either. Fuck. I'm gonna say heretic. Heretic, you are correct. Yes. 
Nestorius was a heretic. All right, that's um, pretty good. So you got uh, you got three out of four. That's pretty good. I'll take it. I'll take that. Congratulations. That is that is shockingly hard, actually. That is, that's very good. <laughs> right? I did see another. Anyways. I saw another version think- of that same quiz that was Pokemon name or name of New Jersey town. <laughs> and that was like oh, like Madawan. Yeah, Paramus. You know, like, Mawa. Yeah, Mawa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hack and sack. Exactly. <laughs> I love New Jersey towns. <laughs> Mawa. Um. Well, if anyone wants to try uh, their own knowledge on this, it's easiest to find it by googling. Is this the name of a Pokemon or early church heretic? There's about 15 different questions, so you can continue on with the ones that Ryan didn't do. So uh, last weekend, I was actually, I I had to stop playing Pokemon Go to actually get some work done. And also, um, as we discussed in previous episodes, the world is totally fucked up right now. And um, basically, uh, I was sent to Nice, France to cover the terror attack there. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. Basically, uh, a crazy guy got in a truck drove it through a crowd of people that had gathered in Nice to celebrate the French version of the 4th of July. Um, ISIS has eventually taken credit for it, but like now there's a bunch of arguments back and forth about whether or not it was an actual ISIS attack. Basically, it was just horrible. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, me and a reporter for BuzzFeed France, Jules Darmanin, who's actually from Nice, uh, spent the weekend there trying to make sense of what happened. And at the end of my time there, we were sitting at this cafe as the sun was sort of going down and we were totally sunburned and fried out and exhausted and just like drained. And we heard like these French teenagers next to us just arguing nonstop about Pokemon Go. And it was something that I, you know, I, you know, I wasn't thinking about it obviously when I was there. And it's sort of like this really weird living in the future moment where it's like, oh, I'll boot up my augmented reality video game in like <laughs> this place that's been decimated by a terror attack. Like that's so weird, you know? Yeah. Um, but we did. We booted it up, and the weirdest thing we found out was that. Someone had put a lure on the Nice attack memorial. So if you're not familiar with what a lure is, it's basically this beacon that you put on a landmark that attracts Pokemon to it. And the way it shows up in the, in the game is actually this little like fountain of flowers. There was one right on the Pokestop uh, next to the memorial for the victims. And I up next we are actually we have Jules who's going to try his best to work through the complicated feelings he has about that being a journalist, someone from Nice, and also someone who's obsessed with Pokemon. So uh, take it away, Jules. Thursday evening, I heard about the attack, and I immediately called my family, my friends, and some of my friends were at the scene. One of them I had lost a friend of her. And two days after that, we were in Nice with Ryan and we were trying to report on how the community felt. Uh, and we were at a bar with friends of mine and my friend told to us about Pokemon. And the table next to us also, they were playing Pokemon. So I opened the app in, in the first time in two days to see that on the memorial, which is really close to where the attack happened, which is close to to the blood stains that are still here. There were two Pokemon lures. I felt it was actually pretty sweet because you see on the app that the lures are 
materialized by rose petals, which are pretty similar to what was there physically at the place. And here I understood how it was a really nice way to reclaim a space that was so uh, hurt and wounded. So I want to uh, talk about a little something that is a trend that already existed on the internet that I, Katie Natopoulos, coined the name of, and now it's become weirdly its own trend because it has a name, which is like, sometimes the thing is just a thing and then you give it a name and then it becomes like a real thing. I gotta say, like, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I thought <laughs> this must have had I'm a name. I'm proud of myself too. So the trend is something that I had noticed, particularly on Instagram when people are taking selfies and typically like young, beautiful women taking selfies and they're supposed to look a little bit sexy, but not overtly sexy. A really prime example of this is Kylie Jenner. So yes. like a lot of the times Kylie Jenner is like trying to look, I mean, she's always trying to look her best, but like it's not always like overtly like sexual, like here's me in a bikini, it's like, Here's me in a turtleneck, but I'm kind of making this slightly seductive pose. And what it is, is you sort of just sort of very gently have your fingers sort of casually up against your mouth. So I, I had noticed this as sort of a trend, a trend as a pose. And the name I came up for it is finger mouthing. Which, I mean, um, I hope you understand that like that does <laughs> sound like, 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 that's probably like the worst possible, like, it's, it's gross. It sounds gross, but it's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well. What's funny is I, I pitched it in a meeting uh, with our tech news team, and I was like, yeah, you know that thing like that Kylie Jenner does when she puts her, her fingers in front of her mouth? I want to I write about that. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? And then one person was like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You just need to come up with a good name for it. And I was like, I was thinking finger mouthing. She's like, absolutely not. You cannot call it finger mouthing. <laughs> but I n was not able to come up with a better term other than finger mouthing, which is basically exactly what it is. Yeah, actually, so I can't really either. It's... Think of this as like the next wave of like duck face or sparrow, sparrow face, which is kind of where you're like, right? Ooh, you like have your mouth open a little bit, well, sort of like, like a, about like a little. It's like I mean, people on Instagram are incredibly reductive because like when one person does something good, like everyone wants like to sort of like I feel like visual posing on Instagram is still like really new, so like everyone's sort of just copying each other to see what will happen. So, like, these things, like, spread really fast, I think. Right. And, you know, the, the point that I tried to make when I wrote about this is that, you know, you might say, oh, you're just noticing that people happen to have their hand in front of their mouth when they're taking a picture. That's not a trend. That's just, like, a couple pictures that happen to have a hand in a position. But I say, my friend, that the trends that, like, poses are actual trends in the same way that, like... Yeah. Anything else is a trend in society like or meme. in fashion, a, particularly. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I wrote about this that this is a a thing. It's it's real. You have to trust me on it. And this. I would also I, I, I would also argue thing. that like at this point, uh, like it or not, like anything Kylie Jenner does <laughs> is sort of probably worth writing about. And like not even from like a traffic standpoint, but because like she is currently influencing culture in such a powerful way that like anything she does will probably be copied by like hundreds of thousands if not millions of girls and like 
yeah, it's it's she's changing the way like people do stuff. So I think yeah. it's totally worth writing about. Like, what? Why not? Yeah, like, I mean the the ways that young women present themselves has importance and meaning in our society. I wouldn't go that far. Um, don't do that. Don't, like, <laughs> don't make this like a Ghostbusters thing. But like, you know, you know, come on. Come on. <laughs> um, but so believe it or not, the term finger mouthing has slightly caught on, uh, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, so much so that it sort of reached uh, the world of the Today Show. So here's a clip of Kathy Lee and Hoda talking about finger mouthing. Anyway, um, so are you going to ever do the finger, what's no. it called again? No, just finger no, what? I hate the name of it much less finger doing it. Finger what? Mouthing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katie, I am I am like very proud of you. I, I yeah, I'm very I'm proud, proud of, of I'm very proud of myself too. <laughs> also, fuck Kathy Lee. Why? She's not. She's not. No, because she's she doesn't like it. She's not into it. Like I'm into oh, it. Oh come on. Well, she just doesn't like the name. I think. Well, I mean, I I so, which I I respect that. I don't like the name, but you know, hey, you know, sometimes you got to call a thing what it is. It's finger mouthing. Uh, speaking of dumb internet bullshit, we have to talk about one more meme, I think. Okay. We got to talk about a little meme called Dicks Out for Harambe. I'm very excited to talk about this. I'm, I am <laughs> I am possibly more excited about Dicks Out for Harambe than like <laughs> anything on the internet that's happened in a while. So a little bit of backstory, basically. It was started by comedian Brandon Wardle, and it was sort of moved along by a Twitter user named Sexual Jumanji, or Sex J, mm-hmm. as you might see him referred to sometimes. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, the two of them kickstarted this like really confusing and ironic like thing called Dicks Out for Harambe, which is just like getting people to pledge to take their penises out in memory of Harambe the gorilla that was like shot to death for like mauling that kid so Harambe is the gorilla that uh, was killed at the Cincinnati Zoo when a small child got into the gorilla enclosure and in order to save the child they shot the gorilla right but what I I really like about it if I can like over explain the joke slightly is just like I love how mercilessly it makes fun of like Twitter like death culture like when a celebrity dies like I understand that like David Bowie and Prince dying were like sad moments for like pop culture but it was the most annoying fucking shit in the entire world to like see that constantly on Twitter it's just like and it's also like such a pissing contest so like I'm very happy that like this gorilla has like become a symbol of that whole thing at least in my opinion yeah possibly the best the best thing that came out of it was Brandon Wardle got Danny Trejo in a vine to say it, actually. Dicks out for Harambe, you know what the fuck it is. Hey, dicks out for Harambe. (laughs) Up next, we've got a very special segment for you. I went out into the streets of London and I asked people to define the American political system in three words only. Goddamn bullshit, is that, wait, is that three? It, It might be three. Farcical familiar worrying Donald Trump's a knob the only thing I can think of is four though have fun with that madness controversial and um, worried (laughs) my name is Mary my three words to describe American politics is crazy nuts and bonkers 
what the fuck? Maybe not dangerous. Worrisome, pessimistic, and quarrelsome. I've not got a clue. Um, not into politics. Don't know. They're all they're all bent. They're all crooked. Whoever whoever you pick, they're all taking backhanders, aren't they? Katie, I have a question, because you actually, in our little rundown for today's episode, included a thing that I've never heard of. Ah. What is Hamiltoned.com? <laughs> so, Scott Luptowski, who is a member of the Internet Explorer Slack group and a listener of Internet Explorer, shout out, hi, what's up? What's up, Scott? How you doing? And he's a programmer and a designer, and he created a, like, a prank website called Hamiltoned, and it's kind of like Hamilton, but instead of ton, it's owned at the end. Nice, like you nice. got owned. Um, and the premise is is that you enter your friend's email address, and it generates an email that it will send to your friend that makes it look like they just got an email saying they won the ticket lottery for tickets to Hamilton, the musical. Right. Um, and then somewhere in the text, it's like, haha, just kidding, you're a sucker. That's um, okay. But it's a great way to, you know, own your friends who are like really eager to go see Hamilton, um, which is pretty funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> in I my mean, opinion. I, pretty I, hilarious. I got to say, like, I have tried so hard to stay as far away as humanly possible from Hamilton and anything to do with Hamilton. Like, it, it seems like the same people that were really into Harry Potter, you know? I would feel, I mean... I don't know. I haven't seen the musical. Uh, I I would love to. I'm sure it's great. Um, but uh, you know, it's it is what it is. I don't know. People like it. You See, know, there's there's a real passion around it. It is kind of weird I how passionate thing. people are about a Broadway musical all of a sudden. But I don't know. Whatever. Let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. Hey, right? hey it's fine. It's I fine. Just, I'm just saying. Like, okay. <laughs> so like, I had this thing with House of Cards too, where it's like, anytime journalists, especially on Twitter, like, won't shut the fuck up about something, I just don't trust it intrinsically. <laughs> and like, anytime um, like a bunch of nerds get excited about something, I'm just like, I don't know. But usually it's good. Like that's the other, that's the flip side. Is like I don't want to be like with all the nerds, but like typically I like what they like anyway. So can't wait you know <laughs> fair enough i mean there there is a little bit of like uh hamilton fandom that's like you're to someone who has like especially not seen the broadway musical which is extremely difficult to get tickets to see um it's a little like you're like wow this feels like a weird cult or something yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. but uh i think that's why the the prank is kind of funny right um, however, the people who did not think it was that funny included the legal team of the Broadway musical <gasps> Hamilton. No way. Who sent a <laughs> cease and desist letter to Scott Luptowski uh, telling him that this website, which used the name and logo and images uh, from this, you know, trademarked Broadway musical to trick people into getting tickets, which I mean, also is kind of mean spirited in a way. Um, and he, you know, he kind of was like. I mean, you know, as a free speech lover, I'm sure he could have made a valid argument that this was a sort of noteworthy, like, it had a, a legal precedent to exist as a sort of parody thing, but he was like, I don't want to deal with this, I'm just going to take it down. Um, so unfortunately, the site no longer exists. Um, very we're very sorry to Scott, um, but you made something and lawyers hated it, so we salute you. Just like Harambee, you know, uh, not all that glitters is gold. And so RIP <laughs> uh, Hamilton.com and also Harambee the Gorilla. 
Ryan, it was great to be reunited with you to do this episode. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to me and Ryan just getting to bullshit about stuff we saw on the internet. It is purely a pleasure and a delight yeah. to do this. Yeah, you're, you're right, Katie. That's so unlike a normal episode on this show. <laughs> Um, but you know, I just, you know, what, what, what a, what a wonderful world, Ryan. What a wonderful world. You and I on two different continents talking about shit we saw on Twitter and then other people listen to it. That's fucked up and weird, isn't it? It's, it's crazy that this comes out of the hole in my head and then goes into holes in other people's heads. It's crazy. Check out, uh, the live show that we'll be doing July 25th, Monday in Philadelphia, all the details are on historicalevent.splashthat.com. Um, you know, we're just we're just living our lives. Ryan will be here in person. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, I'm really excited to talk to people about how I've, I think I've really come around on Trump, and uh, I'll be spending the majority of my time talking about how <laughs> I'm gonna I want to help him make America great again. I think that's going to go over well with the DNC crowd. Oh, fuck. We're doing the DNC? <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing the RNC. <laughs> Shit. Oh, fuck. I want to thank Jules uh, for contributing for this week's episode. I also want to thank our producer, Julia Furlan. If she was uh, a Harambe quote, she would be, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, and I also want to thank Eleanor Kagan. If she was a Harambe quote, she would be the reason that you saw only one set of footsteps is that it was then that I was carrying you. If Meg Kramer was, um, <laughs> if Meg Kramer was a Harambe quote, she would be "May the force be with you." And a special shout out to um, Paul Rust at Argo Studios. If he was a Harambe quote, he would be "Bush did 9/11." <laughs> 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 wait, 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 sorry, can we, can we talk about one second when David Cameron resigned and he was walking back to his little, like, house and he's like, doo, 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 doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw someone tweet that video with, with I'm pretty sure David Cameron is a sociopath, because, like, imagine, <laughs> like, you funny, literally, I literally, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. This man literally <laughs> quit <laughs> being the leader <laughs> of the UK and then, the like, he, he was just like, do, 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 do. Like, I'm insane. I'm a total crazy person. And like, <laughs> the, the fate of a nation matters so little to me that I'm just going to sing a little song while I take my microphone off like a crazy person. Do, be, do, oh, be, my do, God. Be, do. <laughs>